testifies about Jesus. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning round, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent the afternoon with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon's Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. This is the word of the Lord. The next day, John saw Jesus coming to him. He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I was talking about when I said, a man is coming after me, but he is greater than I am, because he existed before I was born. I did not know who he would be, but I came baptizing with water in order to make him known to the people of Israel. And John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and stay on him. I still did not know that he was the one, but God, who sent me to baptize with water, had said to me, you will see the Spirit come down and stay on the man. He is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen it, and I tell you that he is the Son of God.
Are you ready? Have you got your brains on your head? In your head? On your head? In your head? Right. In a one-story pink house, there was a pink person, a pink cat, a pink fish, a pink computer, a pink chair, a pink table, a pink telephone, a pink shower. Everything was pink. What colour were the stairs? Oh, you've got it all right already. There's no stairs. It's a one-story house. What falls but doesn't break and what breaks but doesn't fall? Nothing? Oh, not quite. Good guess, though. That was the answer to one of the riddles I found. A wave? Oh, it could be a wave, but not on this occasion. It is to do with nature and the world, not snowflakes. We see it every day. Oh. <laughs> You're close. Uh, yeah, go on. Pardon? Uh, almost. What is it? Daybreak, so it is. What do you see? Come. Night, day and night, I'll give you that, yeah. Right. Hopefully this one's a bit simpler. What has 22 legs and two wings? A football team, very good. Okay, that's all of them. I'm very impressed. Right. Now, John the Baptist, when we hear him speak, often seems to talk in a few riddles. I mean, take verse 30. This is the one I meant when I said, a man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him. What does that mean? Now, we might not understand exactly what those words mean, but he breaks it up into two pictures for us that make it a bit easier for us to understand, give meaning to our understanding. You see, John the Baptist went before Jesus and he was called to point the way. His whole purpose was to witness and to testify to who Jesus was and to show others who he was. And in the testimony that John the Baptist is telling to his disciples about Jesus' baptism, we see him pointing to someone beyond himself. We see him saying who Jesus is and we see his disciples turn and see. He points to someone beyond the personal testimony of John led to the personal revelation for the disciples and they followed. They then had their own life-changing experience and their faith moved from being one made up of John's testimony to one being made up of their own. You see, we need each other. You need me to reveal God to you. I need you to reveal God to me. We are people who reveal God to each other. The very nature of God we see in each other and other people see in us. We bring that, that pointing of going, this is who Jesus is to other people. We bring it and we all need each other to do that. And that can happen both within church and outside of church. There'll be a turning point when we go and see Jesus and we hear him say, come and see there will be that moment. Now, our journey points to Jesus. It continually points to him. And we get to share that with other people. And we're going to have a, a song now that um, 
Jessie's going to lead us in. Um, couldn't find us for a minute then. But I wonder if perhaps while we're worshipping and while we're singing those songs, perhaps we think ourselves about that moment when we went and we saw and when we had that personal testimony to then share. So, the first picture we see is a lamb. What do you think of when you think of a lamb? Pardon? Did you say something? Rosemary. Roast dinners. What did you say? Did you say mint sauce? Yep. That was one of my suggestions I wrote down. Cute and cuddly. Any other suggestions? Pardon? Wales. Oh, yeah, the country. thought you meant the animals. <laughs> Wales. Pardon? Springtime. Mind of its own. Is that what you said? Anything else? Lost, yeah, like the lost sheep. One of my other ones that I had that most of you probably don't have is a song I used to sing on holiday um, because we were taking on really long car journeys and we used to get to listen to a tape of our choice and mine was always a sheep pig and in it they sing a song that they sing to the sheep and supposedly if you sing that song to them, all the sheep follow you. The sheep never came to me. Um, how does it go? It goes, I may be you, I may be ram, I may be mutton, I may be lamb, but on the hoof or on the hook, I ain't so stupid as I look, is how it goes. <laughs> and supposedly they then follow you and they never did. But we might think of roast dinners, we might think of cute, cuddly lambs, we might think of springtime, we might think of them dancing around on the hills, we might think of Wales where we see lots of them. We will have lots of images that come to our mind when we think about lambs. But it wasn't quite the picture that John was painting. He wasn't necessarily painting a soft, cuddly lamb. He was talking about Jesus being the lamb, the lamb that came to die, the lamb that came to sacrifice himself for us. And he was talking to people who had a bit of a relation with lambs anyway and a bit of an understanding about what they meant. See... They were in a time where they would have known the story of Passover. They would have known about sacrificing the lamb and wiping the blood around their door frames and that being what saved them on that night. They'd have had that understanding. They'd have also had the understanding of the temple sacrifices in the morning and evening where a lamb was sacrificed. They'd have had that understanding. And then John comes and says, this is the Lamb of God who will take away the sins of the world. That's who it was. You see, the Lamb here was Jesus. Jesus, the Lamb of God, who was sacrificed for us on the cross. That was the Lamb that Jesus was talking about. He wasn't talking about a soft, cuddly lamb. He was talking about a lamb that came to die. A lamb that came to sacrifice himself for us. A lamb that was crucified. A lamb who took our place. That's who he was talking about. And then the second picture we see is a dove or a chicken, yeah. If you closed your eyes and imagined, you could have seen a dove. 
We see a dove. The dove that came down when Jesus was baptised and the dove who John speaks to his disciples about. And this was the moment that I think John fully knew who Jesus was. You see, he says that he didn't know him. But I, this is a bit of speculation, but I don't understand how he didn't know him, seeing as their mothers were related. I think it might mean that he didn't fully know who Jesus was and what he would do, as opposed to not knowing him as a person. That would be my understanding of it. I might be wrong. And again, like the lamb, these people would have known who, what, Jesus was, uh, what John was referring to. They'd have had an understanding of doves. And in Palestine, doves were sacred. They weren't hunted. They weren't eaten. They were sacred. And rabbis used to say that the Spirit of God moved and fluttered like a dove over the ancient chaos, breathing order and beauty into it. So the image of a dove would have again been one that those people connected with. They'd have connected with the lamb, they'd have connected with the dove. Those were the pictures that John was painting. But in the testimony that John shares was also a promise. And in the promise... And in the promise, and the promise was that this person on whom the Spirit remained would baptize others with the Holy Spirit. We get baptized in the Holy Spirit, and it brings freedom, it brings fruit, it brings hope, and so much more. So, in this passage, we see John the Baptist coming and pointing to someone beyond himself, of revealing who Jesus was to those around him, after he himself had it revealed to him. We see the disciples' response as that revelation comes. We see a picture of a lamb, not the soft, cuddly lamb, but a lamb who was sacrificed for us. The lamb of God who we sing about. We've sung it twice today already. The lamb of God, who I think it's 29 times it's said in Revelation alone. We know him as the lamb of God. And we see the image of a dove, the dove that came down and anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. The same person that died for us. We see all those. And it was started with John pointing to someone beyond himself and bringing that revelation to others in the same way that we bring revelation to those around us. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you that you help us to see you. I thank you that we have had that encounter and I pray that you would help us to bring that encounter to others around us. That we would be like John, that we would point to someone beyond ourselves at all times in all circumstances, in all places. And that as we think of the Lamb of God, we would remember what that means, that that doesn't mean a soft, cuddly lamb. That means a sacrifice. So, Father, would you anoint us to go out and reveal you to others? Amen.